this is a story all about how when life in high school goes up and down, it'll take 20 minutes to sit right there. We'll tell you some fun facts and education on self-care. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and talking to students instead of the school. When a couple of students who were trying to be cool wondered what was happening in the episode. Well, we want to give advice so you're not scared. So come and join the fun and we'll tell you what's out there. The Sammy and the Seeds, we know the deal. The topics and advice are so fresh and so real. If anything I could say, this podcast is rare. The stories, the people, you don't want to miss this, I swear. We hope all this is helpful and everyone will listen. Tell all your friends and family we're on a mission. You know where we are. Remember our tune. We're in the SSO. Come visit us soon. Welcome back to Coffee with the Counselors. It's been a hot minute since we have been with you all, but we are excited to finish up the year and for all of the things that lie ahead for us here in the summer of 2022. Yeah, this school year has just zipped right by and I can't believe it's already the end of the year. And the weather, you know, the weather (laughs) has already jumped right into summer because it's been hot, but a little preview of the good things to come as summer's on its way. You have any summer plans, Miss Deeds? Um, not really. I'm going to work the uni high summer camp mm-hmm. and me and my family are going to go to South Carolina. Um, it's like a tradition that we do every year. And we have a couple of weddings that we're going to go to, but otherwise should be pretty low key. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, we're doing all the summer things of planning to go to the pool and my kids have some camps that they're going to go to. I will also be at uni summer camp and I have a list of different summer bucket list things that may or may not get done. But like a few years ago, I got into watercolor. So mm-hmm. I started like a watercolor journal and I did that for a summer, but I haven't done it in a few summers. So maybe if I have time, I'll get back into that. Something enjoyable, like I can, the hobby that I can do again. You always used to talk about like getting your hands in the dirt. (laughs) Do you plan to do that again? Definitely. I feel like my garden, my vegetable and my flower garden have become my babies. So (laughs) yes. So now they've been around for like a few years, especially the ones that come up every year. So they're like getting more established and getting bigger. And I'm finally like organizing my yard the way that I want, which unfortunately makes me a little more protective about it, which makes me like that overprotective neighbor. Like when the neighbor kids come over, I'm like, don't step on the the plants or like, don't throw the balls into the bushes, you know, but Mm -hmm whatever. (laughs) So I do plan on planting more flowers um, and growing some vegetables. Yeah. So as the year wraps up today, we thought a good topic of conversation would be just the concept of time and the value of it, especially because there's a saying that people say that it's like the days are long, but the years are short, Mm -hmm. you know? So on a day-to-day, we feel like we have so much to do and it can be a little overwhelming, but things also go 
by in the blink of an eye, you know, so time is very valuable and kind of needs to be guarded with things that we actually value and enjoy. Mm -hmm. So I remember you saying before, like, uh, on maybe a previous podcast that the year you that maybe like your grandma or someone older had told you or your mom maybe um the number of years that you are is like how many miles per hour <laughs> the years go by <laughs> or like how fast it goes by which yeah. is totally true because I can remember being a kid and not being able to drive and the summer would seem forever long but, you know, when you get older, obviously, time goes by a lot faster. <laughs> yes. Yes. My mom told me that because at the time I didn't understand what she was saying either because she's like, you're traveling at like 15 miles an hour, but I'm traveling at 50 miles an hour. And I was like, hmm, I don't know what that means, but definitely can understand that a little bit better now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then with the pandemic too, like time really seemed to like slow down Mm -hmm. and now it seems like activities are going for, you know, like life in the real world is kind of more normal, right? Like Mm -hmm. activities are being scheduled, games are being played, practices are happening, camps are happening, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're back at school. So like daily life is more having a routine now than kind of making the routine up yourself Mm -hmm. (laughs) like we were doing before. So yeah. And that is something that we, many people after we got back in person, that was the one redeeming quality about the pandemic that people would mention that they actually had time to sit and talk to their family members and get to know their siblings or do things that they just wouldn't have time to do in normal life. Mm -hmm. And I think at the time when we were all coming back into person, we really did have some goals to try to preserve that and make sure that we didn't lose that kind of pace of life, but life happened again. And now I feel like a lot of us have found ourselves in the busyness of just going from one thing to the next and not being able to really be in the moment anymore. Mm Yeah. So do you have any ideas or tips for people of how we can guard time? Mm, I always used to tell people, like, if you made an appointment with a doctor, you wouldn't like skip that. So just making sure that you're making time for yourself, Mm -hmm. um, which is hard if you're like in sports or other activities, if you have like practices you have to go to, like, obviously you're committed to that. So you're like, going to those too. So it just seems kind of like you have another thing to add into your day, which hopefully in the summer, you know, you're during the day, you know, you don't have schoolwork. So hopefully it opens up quite a bit more time, but, you know, really scheduling that time with yourself, um, making that commitment to yourself, that you're going to improve this skill or try this new activity or maybe every week on Wednesdays, you're going to try something new Mm -hmm. um, or meet up with a friend to try something or yeah. But like, and sometimes having the accountability of doing it with somebody else can be important. Mm -hmm. Um, But the overscheduling of your summer can sometimes be stressful because you're, you work so hard during the school year and you're probably involved in a lot of different activities. So you want to make sure that in the summer, you really 
take time for you to like, I mean, I'm tired <laughs> from the end of the school year. I'm sure students are tired. Um, I see them working really hard, especially here in the last couple of weeks to get everything in and big projects are coming to an end. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure they're tired too. So instead of just keep pushing, 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 pushing without recharging, making sure that they like dedicate time to themselves to really recharge and get ready for a, a new year full of new experiences and new opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also important just to keep in mind that you are not defined by all the things that you do. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of students might have this pressure that they have to fill up their schedules or they have to have these certain experiences to make them more valuable, more marketable, you know, to like secure a certain future for themselves. But that's really not the case. And it just makes you a busy person. And I think it kind of goes along with some of the things that we've talked about this year about like wanting to be people that make an impact. Um, but this generation sometimes misinterprets that for having to do a lot of things in order to make an impact on people, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I think it's just important to kind of go back to the roots of that so that when you're making decisions like filling up your schedule or taking certain classes or internships or those kind of things, they are important, but you don't always have to be doing that either. And I think sometimes students, when they aren't doing that, feel like, what am I not doing? I should be doing something. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of is dangerous thinking too, because then you are kind of putting your worth and value on what you're doing rather than just being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And comparing yourself with other students or other friends that you might have of like, what are, what are they doing that I'm not doing? And am I missing out on something or are they going to have a better chance at something because they've done X, Y, and Z? Like really everybody's path is very individualized and there's no, if we had a formula that would get you to whatever you wanted, we would give it to you, but there is no formula and there's really no way of knowing like what people are going to value if you apply, apply to a job or to a college or anything else. So mm -hmm. really you just have to focus on your character and getting to know yourself as a young person too, because when you are asked those questions later, like in an interview or when you're filling out a college application or a job application, like being able to talk about like whether you're trustworthy or kind or whether in the summer you live by Miss Amy and she's out of town, you have to water her flowers <laughs> ever so gently so that they don't die. <laughs> um, you know, like think of your neighbors and if you have older neighbors that need help doing something like doing it because you're, you want to be kind, not because you want to build your resume. Right. Yeah. Um, I know we just recently did like a volunteer day with the seniors and I was with the ones that were at Clark Lindsay and it was really cool to see how like young people can have such an impact on older people and how much joy and life was brought into that space just because they were present. Right. And that wasn't for any specific purpose it was just to kind of give back to our community but at, at the end of the day like I think both parties were impacted and felt like this sense of like I don't know how to describe it <laughs> like uh 
they felt good, right? Mm -hmm. um, the ones that I was with, they did like a impromptu um, concert, if you <laughs> would. And the people there had said they hadn't had music in there since the pandemic. So oh. it was it really made people happy and the residents were singing and it was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. It also reminds me of this one um, illustration that I saw recently. And after I saw this video, I was like, I'm totally going to do this in the class. So if you listen to this and I do this in the class, you know what's to come, but just listen again later. But it was this teacher who held up this $20 bill to his class. And he's like, who wants this $20 bill? And obviously, like everyone in the class raised their hand because like, I want that $20 bill. So then he's like, okay, and then I'm going to give this $20 bill to one of you today. But, and then he crumples the $20 bill up and he's like, okay, who wants this $20 bill now? And then people are like, uh, of course, still. So everyone raised their hand. So he's, then he's like, okay. So he stomps it or puts it on the ground and stomps on it and like smashes it up. And then he lifts it up again. He's like, who wants this $20 bill? And people are just like, yeah, I still want the $20 bill because it's a $20, $20 bill. And the teacher's like, you just learned a very important life lesson. This $20 bill will always have the value of a $20 bill, no matter if it's crumpled or wrinkled. And just the same way, you as students, a lot of times you think your value and worth has gone down because different life circumstances or you not being good enough or all these different barriers that you had. But then he's like, my dear students, like you will always be worth invaluable amounts because you are who you are and nothing will ever change that. Mm -hmm. I remember being so impacted by that. I was like, oh my gosh, because I also look at uni students a lot of times and we as counselors, when we view students, obviously we see you as like people with such beautiful personalities and potential and skill and just, we see you as you are, but a lot of times the way that you talk about yourselves are, you know, not feeling of worth and value because you're not doing enough or not good enough like somebody else, you know, and it's frustrating to a degree because you're, because we want you to see that your value isn't worth, you know, dependent on what you do. You just are valuable because you're valuable. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wonder if students had that perspective about themselves, like how they would live differently and what kind of things that they would fill up in their schedule and knowing like, I am, I will be valuable no matter what. So why don't I go and do things that I enjoy more or, mm -hmm. you know, that will be more impactful to things that are meaningful to me rather than like, like you said, putting something that might look good on a college resume or something like that. So yeah, but this really doesn't have to do with time, <laughs> but I think guarding time to be able to do those things mm -hmm. is an important connection. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, you spend time on things that you think are valuable mm -hmm. or worth your while, right? So what you're saying is basically like you are worthy no matter what. And um, what you choose to do with your time shouldn't be based off of like some external factor or some, you want to produce some sort of product or accomplishment, right? It should just be doing things because it fills you up. It fills your cup. It makes you feel good about yourself, which re-energizes you to spread that, that joy and, um, those feelings to other people. Mm -hmm. 
So we'll be looking forward to hearing from you and all the things that you decide to spend your time doing this summer, whether that is watching TV or <laughs> maybe it is gardening. Probably not in my case. <laughs> kill everything I ever obtained. Um, finding a relaxing, you know, spot. Like maybe you walk every day to this park and you just take a few minutes and watch and observe what's going on. And then you walk back home, you know, like being mindful in that moment. Maybe that's what fills your, your cup for that day. Um, hanging out with friends, you know, like finding a way to hang out with friends. If you don't have a driver's license, maybe you can bike somewhere or maybe you're lucky enough where your parents are off and can help transport you. Um, but making sure that we're making those connections or I know a lot of people travel to see family or do other things in the summertime as well, which is always good because if they live far away, then you can't really see them during the school year. So making those moments matter and like, What's the word I'm looking for? Detaching, powering off, <laughs> not Dis like disconnecting, disconnecting. Yeah. From like technology and other things that can be so distracting and really just like enjoying that time that you have with your, your grandparents or um, maybe your family is going to the Grand Canyon <laughs> or something like that. So just enjoying those experiences and not always trying to capture the moment in an Instagram worthy picture, but like yeah. just being there and like really valuing that time. Yeah. So maybe if something practical, if you're listening that you can do is make yourself a bucket list for the summer that will only be for you. And bucket lists oftentimes are things that are like large things that we do, but maybe it's like the opposite, a small bucket list of small things you want to do on a day-to-day -day basis that other people might not see, but you know that you've done that will be meaningful to you and bring joy to you. And I'll, I'm gonna make one of those as well. Yeah, cause like lots of times I think too far ahead, which I don't know if anyone else thinks about that too, but like, like for me, like if I'm looking forward to something that's happening in the fall, then like, I'll just like focus on that. And then like every day is like a step towards that but then like I'm missing all these like special moments and opportunities that I could have in the meantime. Right. <laughs> and pulling so, your string. Remember that illustration about the string pulling? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't so, pull your string. Just making sure that you, I mean, there's plenty of other things to look forward to from now until August or whatever, but you get to decide that and you get to decide to make the most of every day. And I just like be like, okay, I'm another day closer. Cause then you're like, wish the whole summer away. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so we wish everyone a happy, healthy, enjoyable, peaceful, relaxing, beautiful summer. And uh, we'll see you in the fall. And I'm sure you'll be like a head taller. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rest, relax, and enjoy yourself this summer. Bye. Bye.